0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Aligned Performance Podcast, the podcast that deep dives beyond the daily hustle and explores how you can achieve your greatest potential with purpose so that you can thrive at the highest level possible and use your power to contribute to a better world. My name is Trang, your host for the show, and if you are a returning listener, then welcome back. So great to have you here again, and if you are a new listener, then welcome. I'm so grateful that you've chosen to tune in today, and I'm really looking forward to sharing this space with you over the next 20 minutes or so. So by way of background, I am a high performance coach. I'm a physiotherapist, a running strength and conditioning coach. So I work with individuals to help them achieve their greatest potential with purpose through the pillars of the body, as well as the mind and the heart. And on this podcast, I aim to do that by sharing information, by inspiring you and giving you practical tools so that you can implement them after listening in and create your own thriving life. So today's episode, I'm going to delve into the pillar of the mind. So with two episodes each week, I won't be able to do um, a full episode on each pillar this time around. But this week's theme being the thriving three, I wanted to focus on the mind in particular because this is an area that I noticed a lot of people uh, voted on an Instagram poll that they felt like they needed to work on the most. As well as there is something that I have been acknowledging over the last day that I thought would be really worthwhile sharing on here. So this episode has been inspired from the thought process I had yesterday. So yesterday being a Tuesday, I actually ended up taking a majority of the day off to spend with people who I care about. So my cousins who are younger, they're in high school and they're going back to school next week. So I spent most of the day with them, went out for lunch, had dessert. It was so lovely. Um, And I don't really get to see them often because they're at school and we have different timetables. So it was really lovely to spend the day together. Now, I acknowledged that this was something that I've come a long way with because there was a point in time where I was so rigid in my own idea of work hours that I would resist and feel extremely guilty to take time off to socialize or to relax during work hours. And this is funny because I make my work hours completely. Um, I am self-employed, so I make my work hours, which sounds like it should be easy to just work when I want and rest when I want. But I kind of went through the whole I went full circle with starting like that and then getting into a very rigid mentality of I must be working 9 to 5, Monday to Friday. It got to the point where I was working on weekends and I would resist taking even two hours off on the weekend to partake in any hobbies because I feel like that would be a waste of time and that would set me back, let alone taking time off during the week to do things and live life outside of work and that's something that I really struggled with in the past now I've come a long way and that's not a challenge for me at all but I acknowledged this yesterday because I took the whole day off and I was thinking about how a lot of people really get themselves into a strict rigid mentality with things that causes them more detriments than actually doing the thing, the, the thing itself. So for example, that work is one aspect. But here are other examples where people have so much freedom, yet they create their own rules, these invisible barriers in their own head. Think about food. We are in a culture where we can eat anything that we want, right? Like we've come so far as a race, as a society, human race, That we no longer are limited to only eating what we are able to hunt or to grow. We can eat anything. We can go to the supermarket and eat anything. Yet, more than ever, people have challenges with food. And people go into immense guilt if they eat bad foods. And I'm using quotation marks, like air quotation marks. If they eat bad foods on a weekday or if they eat bad foods at all, because in their heads they've categorized good and bad foods. The same can go for running. Runners can get into a place where they become so obsessive with running or training that they can't take a day off, and taking one day off creates a lot of resistance, a lot of guilt, a lot of stress. That can also happen with anxiety as well. If someone has created expectations about a certain event and associating anxiety with that event they might even find that when they go to that event in the future and that might be like a race a running race it might be dating it might be doing job interviews they might find that even though they progress and they move past that anxiety they go to and they go and do this thing notice that they don't have anxiety then get anxious about not having anxiety (laughs) And this is actually a conversation I had last week. So here's the thing, you know, we have so much freedom, but with that freedom, we don't know what to do with it. And we create these beliefs and these ideas of what we should and shouldn't feel or think or do. And then what happens is we then get stressed about the idea of breaking down these invisible rules breaking the idea of what we should and shouldn't be doing more than the action in itself. Because inherently, there is nothing stressful at all about going out for lunch with some of my cousins and enjoying the day. There is nothing inherently stressful about eating a muffin. There is nothing inherently stressful about sitting on the couch because it's a rest day. But people, they create this idea that that's what they should and shouldn't be doing, then get stressed about the idea of that rather than the action itself. So then what happens is people, they do this, right? They take a rest day. They take time off work. They eat a bad food. They get so stressed about it. They feel so guilty that they force things even more. They force themselves to diet even harder after that. They force themselves to eat good foods even more. They force themselves to work even harder. They force themselves to train even harder. And then from there, they self-sabotage and they go through the cycle again and again and again and they wonder why they can't achieve the, you know, the enlightenment or the peace or the happiness or the results that they want. When they are working so hard, they are trying so hard, but they just can't seem to get the right balance. So then they self-sabotage. But here's the thing. You are in a car. If you are finding that the car is not moving smoothly, it is scraping on the ground and you're not going anywhere, what's going to work better? Option number one, forcing the car, pushing harder on the accelerator, getting out and pushing the car even though it's heavy, even though it's scraping on the ground. Or taking a moment to stop, step back, look at what's actually going on. And maybe maybe noticing that the tires of the car are flat and all you need to do is to pump up the tires so that you can continue driving smoothly. What do you think would work better? <laughs> I think you know the answer, right? Force and just grinding through never works well because there's always going to be, especially in this scenario, Right. If the tires are flat, no matter how hard you force, no matter how hard you push, the car's not going to go anywhere very soon. You can't force and push these things. you got to get to the root of what's actually going on. You need to actually take a step back, look at the big picture and assess what is the root cause of this challenge. And in this scenario, right, it's the belief systems, it is the idea of what we should and shouldn't be doing, it's our perception, it's our own invisible barriers and rules that we've created for ourselves. And that's, and where that comes from and why that happens is a combination of so many different things. And that's something that I cover in the journey of potential, like the different filters, the different categories of what informs our entire perception of reality that's something that we go into and that's the thing you've got to take that step back and look at the tires of the car first before you even try to push the car forwards that's what the journey of potential is about taking a step back and looking at these root causes looking at the unconscious beliefs the unconscious uh, conditioned patterns in our minds that create how we think, feel and act unconsciously day to day. So it's so important to take that step back and look at what's actually going on. Because here's the thing, if someone's not losing weight, if someone can't um, get healthy, if someone can't get results in their career or in their business or in their running, and that has been an ongoing pattern for a long time, I can assure you that pushing harder and forcing it isn't the answer. It's going to be something else Lying underneath all that. And this also is a branch of the idea that was brought up in the book called Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Kovoy. Pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. Could be Stephen Kovoy. (laughs) One of the ideas in that book is the idea that everything that happens in our life, out of everything in our life, 10% is what happens to us, and the remaining 90%. Is our reaction. Because inherently, out of events that happen, none of it is good or bad. It's just the meaning that we choose to put to it. So, for example, if you were heading into work and you were waiting at the bus stop, and then you get an alert that the buses are delayed by 30 minutes, you start to get a little bit frustrated that you can't rely on public transport and you start to feel a little bit annoyed. But you're like, okay, cool. I'll be 30 minutes late to work. So you call up your boss and you tell them. But then after 30 minutes, the buses still aren't there. They get delayed even more. You get an alert that they're going to be delayed another 30 minutes. You wait another 30 minutes. You start to get pretty annoyed and pretty angry now. And after another 30 minutes, you get an alert that the buses are cancelled completely. And that just ruins your day. You are absolutely... Fuming that this is happening. So then you get an Uber and you are grumpy and you are short tempered to the Uber driver. And you get to work and you are just like a crap person to be around for the rest of the day. You come home, same thing happens. You are um, short tempered and you snap at your family members. And you go to bed that day and the whole day was ruined because of how you reacted to the buses being cancelled. In another alternative, reality you you had the ability you had the choice to react calmly you could have understood that you know everyone's doing the best that they can and these things happen and that's all right and you know, this is out of your control you call your boss you say you're going to be late and then you, you take an uber and all is okay that's just one example but that's what i'm getting at i'm saying that everything that happens it's ultimately down to our perception of it and this goes for all these beliefs of as well, no matter what you're striving to achieve, no matter what you want to create in your life, it's often more your reaction to your expectations or your beliefs about that rather than the thing itself. So here is the learning from this. The learning is that rarely is it the life event itself that is the problem. It is always going to be your perception and your reaction to that life event so you can actually use that as an empowering idea to become very self-aware and to start doing the work to change your perspective and change the way that you perceive life around you in other words you change your entire reality And the second thing is remember that you must get to the root cause of any challenges that you're having because if you find that you've had lifelong challenges with injuries or dieting or work problems... Just remember that you can't push and force it anymore. You can't continue to seek external solutions. You can't seek band aid, surface level solutions to that because that's just like trying to push the car harder when its tires are flat. Maybe filling it up with petrol. Maybe, I don't know, painting the car and hoping that that works. When the root cause is that the tires were flat in the first place. And that's where you've got to become self-aware. You've got to become in tune with your unconscious minds and how that works. And like I said, that's a big component of the journey of potential. Because no matter what your goals are, whether they're career related, whether they've got to do with your relationships, got to do with your personal habits, your running, your strength training, yes, yes. You've got to focus on the action itself. But underneath that is the deep parts of you that manifest into those areas of your life. And not just one area of your life, but often manifests into all areas of your life. Because who you are is who you are. No matter if it's at home or at work in your professional life or your personal life. It's going to manifest into all those things. So I hope that this episode has been helpful for you. Um, Another key learning as well, by the way, is to let go and go with the flow of these things. You know, like it's okay to eat muffins on a weekday. It's okay to take time off during the week because remember all these these concepts and these constructs are man-made and they're mentally made. You can make up your own rules. You do what works well you go with the flow just like riding a bike just like skiing the more rigid you are about something the worse off it's going to be so lean in go with the flow and see what happens